0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. comer este bueno. Sit down and eat. It's very good. That's how Jesuita Mendiaz Sosa always welcomed her guests. The same words served as inspiration for her daughter, Evangelina, and granddaughters, Yvette and Veronica, who wanted to honor her memory and preserve their family's recipes and stories for future generations. They started the Muy Bueno Cookbook blog in in 2010 and quickly attracted thousands of fans who fell in love with the flavorful Mexican recipes, family stories, and beautiful photography. And Yvette is joining me today to talk about the book, and the blog, welcome Yvette Marquez-Sharpneck.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well,
0: you can see I don't speak Spanish very well. No,
1: you
0: did very well. <laughs> but what a wonderful book. What a wonderful blog. And, you know, I think that that's something that is so lost on so many people is this idea of, you know, generation after generation after generation teaching them the ways of their kitchen. And and you're very lucky to have received that education.
1: Thank you, and that's that was my biggest fear. I was afraid, afraid to lose our recipes, and afraid to lose our
0: culture for our children. Exactly, exactly. So, do you remember cooking with your grandmother? And I, I probably didn't do well with her name. Oh no! Yes, you did exactly
1: right. I mean, her name is Jesusita. Um, yes, I have. Those are my favorite childhood memories. I have very fond memories of just sitting there watching her for hours cooking in the kitchen, and just. Kneeling at the kitchen table and watching her make flour tortillas every day, or roasting green chile and peeling them, and wondering, how do her hands not burn just because watching her would make my eyes burn. <laughs> <laughs> And she would just tell me stories of when she lived in Mexico and how they crossed over. And I just used to love being in the kitchen with her, hearing those stories.
0: And you know, that's so true. As much as the food and the technique and the recipes, it's the stories. And I think, you know, I remember as a kid washing dishes with my mother after Mm -hmm. dinner and having all kinds of conversation there that's even different than dinner table conversation. There's something about the prep and the cleanup time that. Definitely leads to to chatting.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so true.
0: Well, you know, as as an American who loves Mexican food, I find often that our whole understanding it's getting better, but our whole understanding of Mexican food is unfortunately very much like the Chi Chi's Don Pablo Mexican. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more. What do you think are are some of the um biggest obstacles that Mexican cuisine has to overcome based on the fast fooding of it in America?
1: Well, I think definitely Mexican food has come a long way. It's become a lot more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And so people are starting to realize that not all Mexican food is covered in yellow cheese or fried or fattening.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, and that was our biggest that it's, I mean, it continues to be one of our obstacles. So many people ask us, Why are you not so fat if you eat Mexican food? and <laughs> and it's so and it's so sad to hear that because, you know, we cook with really fresh ingredients. We you know most of our recipes are light and healthy and there's always ways to substitute things so we don't sit there, sit around and eat tamales every day <laughs> yeah exactly uh, there are those indulgences i mean there are still the naughty foods but you know it's all in moderation But for the most part, you know, Mexican food is very light and healthy.
0: Well, you know, I made recently from your book, the brisket tacos, and they were so spectacular. And first of all, flour tortillas are easy to make. And I think that that's something I think people think it's really mystical. And of course, they're not fried. Right. No. And
1: yeah, that was actually one of our most difficult recipes to write. It's so simple. But my mom or my grandma never measured so we never had any of these recipes written down and so it was all about feel and technique and you know you you know you add a little bit more flour a little bit more water and it has to be the right temperature and you know it it's just we it just took a while just to be like okay no i think i should have added a little bit more salt or i should have added a little bit more flour or you know just to make sure that they were pliable and then once They were cool. They were still soft because some, I don't know if you've ever had other warm, I mean, um, homemade flour tortillas that, you know, they'll be great initially, but then they sit around for a while and then they become hard as cardboard. Right. (laughs) Or very chewy. Right. You know, just having to come up with the perfect recipe and just measuring everything. Um, was just one of our challenges because, you know, none of these recipes were ever written down.
0: I, I, I do know exactly what you mean because so much of what I cook, I just do from the hip. In fact, I made a soup last night and my husband said, so you just made this up? Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a great recipe, but I'm not sure I'm willing to write it down because I sort of just winged it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot, that's what happens a lot. But now we've learned to kind of have to start ourselves stop ourselves and write it down just, you know, to keep our blog going.
0: Exactly. And because many people will need that information to get started. But the Mm -hmm. more they do it, the less they will, will need that specific. They'll be able to go by feel as well. But I had never had a brisket taco. And I've got to tell you, I thought it was so fantastic. And of course, all the things that go on a taco, are mm-hmm. so healthy in and of themselves, the salsas and the guacamole, which thank you for sharing with us. We're going to put on amystable.com. And that's the other thing. I think a lot of people think of salsa as a red, chunky sauce, and that's not always so.
1: Right. I mean, there's all kinds of salsas. We have um, tomatillo salsa, which is a salsa verde, and that one is so good. It's, it's super fresh, um, made with tomatillos. Um, And then we also have uh, one of my favorites is the avocado and tomatillo salsa. Mm. And so, I mean, salsas alone are very healthy. It's the tortilla chips that go along with them that can make them naughty. (laughs) 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 But I I mean, even guacamole, it's a, a healthy fat. And if you really want to cut down on the carbs or the calories, you can cut up slices of jicama and dip jicama slices into it rather than those chip.
0: chips. That's a great idea because so, sometimes all you want is just the crunch after all. Right. Well, the other thing that I made to go along with the brisket out of the book Muy Bueno, Three Generations of Authentic Mexican Flavor, was the corn in a cup. Oh. Yum! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it is so good. So tell everybody a little bit about that because I understand it's a Mexican street food. It is. And that was one of those
1: dishes that I craved in the summer once I left home. And I just took it for granted, living in El Paso and being, you know, living in a border city, that everybody had that. So once I left, you know, to college and went to Phoenix or even, you know, moved away to Colorado, there's no such thing. <laughs> and um, basically, what what we would do is either if it would be in Juarez, Mexico, or in El Paso, there would be little, you know, you know, roadside stops, little Food trucks, and they would, you know, shut the corn there, and it would be nice and warm. And it would, they would serve it in a styrofoam cup, and just add, you know, some butter. You would, you would kind of be like a little self-serve station. So there was, you know, different cheeses, like kind of like a Parmesan cheese, but it's either, um, it's usually cotija cheese. It's mm-hmm. a Mexican salty cheese. Um and then Mexican crema and butter and you put a little bit of chili powder and some um usually like a Valentina hot sauce and oh it is just amazing. It's it's my kids love it. I mean they, they love to season and you know, add oh, their
0: own little ingredients. It was just out of this world. You know, I'm used to in the summertime doing lime and chili powder with butter on my mm-hmm. corn that I mm-hmm. grill, which I love, but this was just and I have to say I was a little cheaty. I had to use frozen corn because it's not corn season. Right. But I can't wait to do it in the in the summer with fresh corn. Well, you know, um, Interestingly, growing up in Texas, there's obviously a lot of Tex-Mex food there. And how, how, you know, what's the difference between Tex-Mex and Mexican?
1: Well, it's funny because, you know, as soon as people here we're from El Paso it's like oh so it's Tex-Mex and it's like no 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 (laughs) if you've ever been to El Paso you're pretty much in Mexico (laughs) (laughs) and um, you know I've lived in Austin I've lived in San Antonio and the food is completely different there than it is in El Paso and um, you know El Paso just has a unique flavor and I think it's just because it's so close to Mexico um but Tex-Mex is different. You know, you do have the, that is where the misconception comes and that's where you do have more of the yellow cheese and more of, like a chimichanga, that's not even a Mexican dish. It's, I had never even heard of it until I moved away. Um so that's, that's non-existent if you go to Mexico.
0: So, so <laughs> really crazy. what we're all eating at a Chi-Chi's or a Don Pablo's is Tex-Mex. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I think is funny is is people think it's something different, but that's Tex-Mex. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so leave us today. I know that you did share your wonderful guacamole recipe from Muy Bueno that I'm going to put on com. But leave us with an idea. If somebody really wanted to try something authentic, easy, yet eye-opening from the book, what recipe would you say, here's the heart of Mexican cooking?
1: I would say any of our caldos, our soups, are fantastic, and they're so easy to make. I mean, as you know, you can't go wrong with a soup. You mm-hmm. you know can throw anything in it, and it's fantastic. But our soups are super simple, and it's the season. You know, it's it's you have winter, and a soup is just so comforting. So we have our chicken soup, which is fantastic. We have our albondigas, which is a meatball. Soup.
0: I love that.
1: And you know the. They're actually, all of our recipes are really great directions with, you know, simple ingredients. Nothing that's really out of the ordinary. Yeah, and I'm
0: looking at the image of the beef soup, which just looks like it would be great to sit down to on a cold winter night. And there's no cheese in sight, people. So you (laughs) got to check it out. It's muy bueno. Three generations of authentic Mexican flavor. And Yvette Marquez-Sharpneck, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to put all your information on amystable.com. Oh, I'm
1: excited. Thank
0: you for that. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.